0: This is Eldritch Buds, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition podcast. What's up, Eldritch Buddies? Hello, Sitting at the virtual table with me tonight is...
1: Scott. Terrifyingly trapped
2: in tubular torment, Cambrio Voss. Wils.
3: Equally terrified, Zed. Speedy. The guy who forgot to add his advantage to all of his hit roles, Jode, And Josh.
4: Jinxie,
0: the Locksdown Druid, who is also extremely terrified. And I'm your DM, Connor, with a special announcement. I guess not special. Uh, really more of something that's been brought to my attention recently. So until very recently, I didn't think that children listen to this podcast. You know, for obvious reasons. Uh, apparently I'm wrong. So, in order to give everyone fair warning, I would say that Eldritch Buds isn't recommended for children under, what do you guys think? Like eight? 25. Seven, 10. As long as they're like cool. At least 10 or maybe 13. Okay, so yeah, that's fine. We're going to go 10. So, Eldritch Buds is meant for uh, adult audiences over 10, unless you're cool enough to use or hear the word fuck, in which you're cool to slip in. Uh, okay, let's hit, up, hit the intro music.
3: Previously, on Eldritch Buds, the Red Hand Band battles against some shadowy figures made of onyx petals. During the combat, our heroes almost lose Jinxie, but thankfully Cambrio has a health potion to save him. After our heroes slay the monsters, Vetus finds a tube and heals Jinxie and Choad. However, as Cambrio and Zed use the tubes, they are ensnared. Vetus has captured the two and with a tug on the tube, they take off towards the top of the tower, now victims of this evil scheme. While rising, Zed passes out and has a vision of his past. The vision reveals that he has a brother named Hector, and his father, Hexius, is an elf. What will Zed do with this new information?
0: Will Jinxie and Chode be able to save Cambroo and Zed in time? Let's find out. Okay, so after watching Vitas take two of your companions up and through the roof, Jinxie and Chode, you look around this room and see nothing aside from a black, arcane pile of sludge where the onyx creatures died, pipes and tubes all along the wall, and a set of stairs leading up. What do you guys want to do?
3: Is there any more of those tubes?
0: Like, if we searched around, could we, like,
3: juice ourselves up more? Or what? Uh, so, uh...
0: what I will say is those two tubes that had like the, the needle nozzle end on them, uh, w- those are the only tubes that looked like that in this area. Uh, however, all the other tubes do kind of look like it. So, if you want to maybe try and jimmy rig something, I will allow it, but it doesn't look like any are like ready to go plug right into your veins for some more health. Okay. Could I grab one and
3: use one of my hand axes and like chop it? And then just like,
0: yeah, sure, from the the tube. Absolutely, um, I will say that you your character is strong enough and has a weapon strong enough to do that. What I will say though is roll me a d six. Uh, a one to three is one liquid in the tube, and a four through six is another liquid in the tube. Uh, three aha lucky for you no lucky for you i made the one to three the uh health potion uh so i will say that as this as this liquid you know red goop is kind of flinging all over you it looks very similar to uh what was injected Uh, i will say that you can heal uh 4d4 but without the addition because it's not as streamlined into uh, your veins and eventually after a second or two the contents do empty out and it's not like an endless supply.
3: okay. Uh, that's seven. Uh, plus four, eleven. Go. There you go. Nice. That's good. Um, while, after I do that, move go <sighs> That was good. Um, sorry, see this seems to have been the whole supply, so maybe we should keep going unless you need to heal yourself more.
4: Yeah, uh, always can use more heels, but but we just stole them. Like what? What the heck? And Jinx is just gonna look
3: up into this into the sky. Uh, yeah, that wasn't
0: good. We should probably get scooting. Y- yeah,
3: let's let's take these
0: stairs up. Okay, so you take the stairs. Uh, what I will say is, it's like in this big circular room. It's like an on the wall uh, spiral staircase. So if you're picturing the tower from the outside, this is kind of like an uh, all on the wall staircase that kind of spirals all the way up. So up to the next floor, you see that this is an open full room. Like there is no door that you need to go through. Uh, this is just kind of like an open concept. You see, and actually what I will say is, are you guys like rushing up the stairs really fast and frantic trying to get to your friends? Are you being stealthy? Like what's the, what's the play? I would say more on the frantic side. Yeah. i probably as just, just bust an ass. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. So what I will say is if you're doing that, uh, I'm going to say that there is a lower chance that you're going to be able to gain any info on this floor because you're just hauling ass. But because you're moving quickly, I will say that there's a smaller likelihood that somebody notices you if you're just kind of like zip, zip up these stairs. So if you would like, I will allow you to stop and make a perception check on what you see. Uh, I will say at face value, in this room, you see a number of nurturers. And as a reminder, those are the workers of the House of Anim in those gray robes that are kind of sitting near different tubes and pipes and doing something to them Uh, but running up the stairs really quick you can't actually tell what that is and uh, you do feel like something else is happening in this room but you will need to roll a perception if you'd like to stop and check Mm. do
4: do you want to check out what's in the room or or just keep Uh, going
0: I'll do a quick glance but okay Yeah, so a quick glance is going to be what on your perception roll, please? Jinxie, if you'd like to do one as well, go for it. Okay, I got a 17. I got a 10. Okay. So what I will say is, with a 17, you can see that these nurturers are casting some sort of enchantment on these tubes and these pipes. They're kind of sitting... Uh, either cross-legged or on their knees, kind of crouched in front of different parts of the wall. I would say that there's about 10 or 12 of them at different locations. They're doing kind of like finger-tutting and whispering small uh, enchantments under their breath. And you can see that there's a dim light that's leaving their fingertips. And the pipes and tubes and different wiring and mechanics that they're focusing on is slightly lighting up. As well, because you rolled a little bit higher, Jinxie, you can see that in the middle of the room, there is a person who does not look to be a nurturer. He does not have gray robes. He has almost like a blue collar workman's outfit on. He is turning a wrench and overlooking some paperwork on this thin mechanical tower in the middle of the room. Uh, it's maybe three by three feet, but it is almost like a support column in the middle that looks to be um, a very intricate set of uh, robotics, machinery, like very strange, showed almost similar to what you were made of. Like, that's kind of the only reason you would pick up on that. Jinxie, did you say you rolled a 17? Yeah, 17. I will say that the last piece of information is on the back of this workman's outfit... You can read the word Mystco. M-Y-S-T dot C-O. Do you keep climbing, or are you going to stick around for a bit? Uh, do, you, do you see that, that
4: guy in the middle? What are they doing? Are
0: they casting a spell on him? Do you keep climbing, or do you stay put? Because if you stay and have a conversation, I'm going to start rolling perceptions to see if they notice you. I'm just going to be running up this stairs. Your boss is evil, bye!
4: <laughs> Okay, let's go.
0: Um, Alright, so what I will do is... I'm going to roll with disadvantage to see if anybody noticed you. And my first roll is a two, so no. Uh, Okay, congratulations, you've made it past the second level of the tower of the house of Anim. So you keep climbing these stairs, and what I will say is... The stretch between this layer, like, sorry, this floor and the third floor seems to go on much longer than, say, the first to the second. In fact, knowing from seeing the tower outside and seeing that it was maybe 40 feet tall, you are almost certain that you've been climbing far longer and far higher than 40 feet. Seems strange. Eventually, the stairs do continue, but there is a door on your right hand side. What do you do?
3: Should we just burst in? And, I mean, I'm all for bursting in, but do you think you could sneak us in? I don't know. Can't you do invisibles?
4: Uh, I, I can, but but I just used invisibles. I think. It, oh, and Jixie's trying to use his like wrist thing to get that figured out. Um, and it's, nothing's happening. It's like, <laughs> kind of like Spider-Man, like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, you're just like flicking your wrist and nothing's yeah, yeah. happening. All right. I'm kicking the door in then. Okay, if you're kicking the door in, please roll me a strength check, please. Uh, 11. Bang! And, it, like, a, a bolt from your kneecap kind of just shoots out. Ah. <laughs> uh even though I needed that. Uh, <laughs> Alright. The door um, remains firm. Shit.
3: Um, Alright. Do you want to try? You're pretty big. Okay. But I'm, I'm not that strong. Jinx is going to try to like again kick it. Kick the door. Do you maybe have an animal that's strong that you can turn into? Yes, I could. I could. Uh, give me a minute. Can can you, can you look the other way? All right. I'm going to try and pick the lock while, uh, while you figure <laughs> okay. out. Uh, you know, change gonna, room gonna, around? I don't know. Jiggs is going to wild shape behind
4: Chode when he's not looking. Okay. What are you turning into? A uh, brown bear, of
0: course. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Why is it a question?
0: <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So that happens and Chode... I know that in, like, heist movies and stuff, they can get away with lockpicking really quick. Typically, lockpicking takes, like, minutes. So I'm going to say that you spent about five minutes on this door. Uh, Are you proficient with lockpicks? Uh, I don't think so. I think I took brewing tools so I can brew my own beer. Okay. So what's going to happen is you're going to roll a sleight of hand without your proficiency. Okay. So just no bonus? Seventeen. Ooh. Uh, so, you hear some clicks and some tumbles in this lock. However, it's not quite there. Like, you're, you, you feel like you're on the right path, but it's just, it's almost like there was one or so number that you were off by. Shit. Here, <laughs> <laughs> Jinxie's gonna try to headbutt the door. Okay, roll me a strength check, please. Uh, okay. Uh, so
4: it's plus four...
0: uh 21. Oof. Boom. This big bear head crushes through the door and uh from the other side it almost looks like a mounted bear head like in the throne room because like your head is now through the wall. <laughs> the um, door
4: doesn't open, just looks all through. Uh, yeah, like
0: I'll say for intense purposes like you have busted down the door, but just for flavor, it's just your head right now. Um You <laughs> like looking picks the door into back this up. Yeah, looking into this room, Bear Jinxie. You look around, and you can see that this is a small little storage room. But inside the storage room, you can see that there's different uh, tubes leading to vials. And in these small vials, you can see that this room is full of six of those gold and silver metallic vials that Vetus was using to stave off his onyx petal affliction. So there are six metallic vials and you can choose to take those. You can choose to leave those. I'm going to take them. Okay. Are you taking all six? Are you guys splitting them three and three? How, well, how is it?
3: He's a bear, so I don't think he can them right <laughs> now. I'm just, yep. just smack, smack
0: the ground with my paw. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so you can add six of those showed. Uh, but because nobody in the right-hand band has actually drank from this, I'm not going to tell you what they do until one of you decides to do that six mystery potions six mystery potions uh i will say that if you'd like to roll a medicine check chode i can give you a rough idea but or, or you can cast identify and i'll tell you exactly what they do i would cast identify but i'm out of spell slots so okay well something do to the medicine do roll. another day uh i got a nine on the medicine roll Okay, nine, you have no idea what it does, but what I will say is, as it's a hard color to describe, like, it's it's both gold and silver and neither. Like, it's like a lava lamp, almost, Of it's like a dancing fluid mercury. And if you were to guess, there's potentially two separate uses for this, but you don't know what either of them do.
3: These look promising, maybe, I don't know. Up, keep them for nose. Um Just with a quick check, anything else in
0: this room, or is it just uh No, it just looks to be different tubes, pipes, and if I was to describe this as anything, it almost looks like this is a workshop for, like, a scientist or, like, a researcher to be doing different tests. Like, it, it looks like, like there's some beakers and some different things in here, but it's just, like, a small janitor's closet with these vials in it. Are any of these tubes, like, going up? Yes. Yeah, so what I should say also is, in at, on every single floor of this House of Anim, on all the walls, on, like, everywhere, there's just tubes and pipes and gears and mechanics and, like, different things that are clicking and chirping and turning and squinching. And, like, so everywhere that you look in the House of Anim, there are tubes. It's hard to say, based on the l- labyrinthian pattern that they're all taking, where exactly they lead. But, what I will say is you guys have been traveling up, and there's a chance that they lead to your ultimate
3: destination. Um, Alright, I'm gonna break some of them, just to see if any of them leak out. Just as a... Uh, maybe it'll maybe Branigan's using this stuff for evil, and I'm gonna break some to leak it out in case he, like, it's a source of his power or something. Okay, I mean, very cool. How exactly are you doing that? Uh, I'm just going to take my greatsword and just go to town on all these fucking tubes. Doesn't matter cool. which one. I'm just going...
0: <laughs> Jinxie's going to use his claws too. So you're both in the room attacking these pipes? <laughs> yes. Okay. I will say both of you just please roll me an attack. Don't get a one and this will be successful. Okay, I got a nine. I got an 18. Okay, so as you guys are tearing into these pipes and tubes and everything, what you can tell is in many of these tubes, in fact, almost all of these tubes right now, because this is the workshop, it's full of a black ichor. It looks to be almost, if I was to describe it, as liquid onyx petals. Uh, It covers your entire body because you guys are just slashing away, and both of you take... Hold on, aren't we immune to... Onyx stuff, because of the... You are, yes. The the saves, yes. But when you're dumping yeah, a okay. shitload of acid on yourself, I'm going to okay. say that there is a little bit of uh, susceptibility to that. Fair enough. Now, I rolled super low, so you only take 11 damage. Split. Like, each? Uh, you know what? How's this? It normally is each, yes. But because you have both... Uh, saved on this con save before, I'll say that you can take five each as half. Alright. i take it. The gracious god continues.
3: Alright, well, that was... Sorry, I shouldn't have
0: instigated that. Alright, let's keep going. What I will say, actually, because that was not a half bad idea, you can start kind of hearing, like, you know how like when your engine in your car is not starting properly or just something's off with machinery, you can hear like different pops and clicks and stuff. That's kind of the outcome now of this room. So you've done something to kind of negate whatever machine this is, but it's hard to tell. Okay. Jinx is going to stick his head through the door and then open it the other way. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so you guys uh, open up the door and you guys have stairs in front of you. Uh, that continue up. Let's oh, just oh, keep oh. going up. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So eventually you come to a set of pure white marble doors. What do you guys do? Knock politely. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to kick <laughs> in the doors. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a time jump here. Cambrio. Cambrio. You find yourself wrapped in tubes with a needle still injected into your arm. If you struggle or try to shake yourself free, you're unsuccessful. It's like uh, a python, a boa constrictor wrapped around your body. As you look around, you notice that you're in a circular room with tubes, pipes, and other mechanical oddities. It's like the bottom floor, but grander. A lot more mechanics are in here. It is dark. You can hear whimpering and crying as if people in this room are in pain. To your right, you see Zed. Eyes rolled to the back of his head, body jerking as if in some kind of trance. He looks to be trapped in the tubing as well. As your eyes adjust to the dark, you can see Six other people outside of you and Zed, struggling in the tubing all along the room. Some are conscious, making small, weak sounds of pain, and others are unconscious, or worse, you don't know. As you're collecting yourself and better understanding your surrounding, Zed, you jerk yourself awake after your vision. What do you two do?
1: I have a a question, first off. Uh, You said the needle is still in me? Yes. And these were the tubes that were injecting the healing potion?
0: Into uh, Chode and into Jinxie, yes. And they were the ones that caused you guys... stopped, though? So I had not just been getting
1: fueled up this whole time was going to be my question. Well, you have
0: been. Yes, you have been. uh, By a black ichor. It's a different
1: substance that's being
0: injected into your veins. Do I feel that? <laughs> you can feel that there's something bad happening Doesn't in your body. Doesn't feel
1: like a healing potion.
0: Doesn't feel like a healing potion, but because you saved against it, uh it's not like actively doing damage to you, but you can certainly tell that something is off. Like your arm aches and your kind of insides feel sick. Like you just truly feel awful.
1: Uh so I'm going to try to mind chat with Zed kind of quick just to see if he's like Zed. Zed are you awake? Oh, where are we? I think we're. And you said I can see that, right? Like
0: I'm not blinded by the tubes. It's dark. Yeah, it's dark. Um, you can't see all the details. Like you can't see, um, the details uh, of the people around you. Or all you know is that you're in a big mechanical room. Blindfolded? No, you're not blindfolded. But there are, you know,
2: where?
1: It it looks somewhere important. Um. I can see other people in tubes. I don't know... <laughs> to be honest, I don't think they look big enough to be either of ours, so... I think those two
2: knuckleheads are still out there somewhere. Uh, I guess we're just up? We, uh... We just kept climbing?
1: I, I wasn't climbing. I was getting pulled no, out. I, it, uh, but...
2: uh, I mean, uh climbing is just like we're going we just went up the whole time how long have i been out uh not super super
1: like not more than a minute but like it was fast i felt it i i thought you just kind of passed out from the the rise but you okay you look
2: you look rougher than me um just give me a minute i'm i'm just gathering myself here um so zed's going to kind of like As he's starting to gain also his kind of consciousness and vision. Do I get any better sight of what's
0: around us? Yes. I will say that you can see almost perfectly in this room. As you look around, the additional pieces of information that Cambrio did not pick up is that the people in the other uh, kind of web of tubes... Look to be very weak. Uh, whether that means you know uh, young servants that look too weak to be doing chores around the house, uh, whether that means house of an impatience who are clearly negatively affected by this onyx affliction, who just don't look like they're going to make it. Like it looks like they picked the weakest of the weak to be here for some reason. You also see Tigmar. No. You also notice that in a tube, not well. It, it, nobody's in tubes. You guys are just being wrapped up like Doc Doc Ock arms, like just it, like like a like when you put headphones in your pocket and they're all kind of like. But tangled he's like a together.
1: prisoner, is what I mean. He's not just. Yes, yes, empty. he's wrapped. Up. No, yeah.
0: correct. <laughs> Zed, you also see that there is like a pulpit, like a fifteen foot kind of. Not tower, like it, very similar to the three by three foot like stem that Jinxie and Chode saw, which you obviously don't know, but this is kind of like the top part of it. And it looks like there is a control panel or something, like there's buttons, there's knobs, there's stuff on the top. And it's at this point that you realize like you're eye to eye with that. Like you're about 20 feet from it, but you're at the same level. And as you look down, you can tell that these tangled tubes have you all suspended about 15 feet in the air.
2: Oh,
1: above nothingness, or above the floor? Above,
0: well, above the floor.
2: Oh, okay, 15 feet above the floor. So we're like out from the chute we came up.
0: Yeah, it wasn't even really a chute. It was just like
2: boom, boom, like boom, through like through
0: the roots, like, kind of. Yeah, through, the, yeah, like through all the pipes and tangledness, like. It ripped you through. Uh, I will also say that with your clear vision, Zed, on the ground, uh, playing around with some different pipes and tubes, is a uh, gnome who looks to be Vitas. Huh. Okay. Do you guys want to do anything uh, right this second?
2: I... I'll just say that I'm going to quietly, in the mind chat, relay everything I saw to Cambrio and then finish that off with, let's make a plan. And then you can cut back if that's what you're doing. All right. So I think first things first, we
1: need to get out of these tubes. Uh, I'm going to try like struggle a little bit and see, like am I... Are these pipes, like, psychically active in terms of, like, trying to actively constrict me, or are they sort of just, like, rigid around me?
0: Hard to tell. Rigid around you, but up until very recently, they were alive, like, grabbing you tight and yanking you through the floor, so you know that they have the capability to do something, but right now it doesn't feel like they're active, but it's still very tight, still I'm very hard. Sh- can we try to shrink a little bit? Okay. What are you turning into? Just, just same Cambrio but smaller,
1: just a smaller form, just like an eleven-year-old boy. Honestly, go to go to Hayes.
0: Okay, Is so little into, boy? You turn into your uh, changeling base form of a very pale, extremely white, uh, handsome person, but also beautiful in an androgynous kind of way.
1: But also eleven. So watch what you say.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it. But, hey, that's why we have it's the morning. Uh, for that's yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you get you you become a little bit smaller and it's maybe a little bit easier to wriggle. But like they did kind of adjust when you shifted.
2: All right.
0: man All right, So that's it. What uh, What's the arm mobility like? Like, is it is our are we tight limbs to body? Your tight limbs to body. Uh, the only thing that you can actively move is your head and neck. Uh, your feet and legs, kind of n- below the knees, are like dangling, like you're on a roller coaster. Uh, but kind of from knees to shoulders, you are completely wrapped by these tubes.
2: All right. Um, I guess I'm gonna try something then. Gabriel. Um, look I think I might take a crack at trying to charm Vetus into letting us go I I can't move otherwise I'd say we try and distract him maybe and and make a play on that lever to release us but
1: what about is is anyone else in the room bound or is anybody else unbound?
0: Believe everyone is bound at the end. To yeah, my looking around, Zed, okay. you two and six others represent eight people who are completely tied by these tubes. There's no uh, other minions, though. There's no other minions. Vetus is the only other person in this room at the bottom. However, what I will say is, as you were looking around, Zed, strangely enough, brannigan Ashfoot appears in right on that console in the middle of the room. He stands now behind uh, that pulpit on the large stem in the middle of the room. And he, begun, he begins doing something at his, pu- at his pulpit. Twisting knobs, flipping switches, and all of a sudden the pipes and tubes and machinery around you hum with a vibration of life. Light fills the room. The tubes tense and twitch as if they themselves are now alive. Cambrio, for the first time, you can see Tigmar clearly. His affliction has worsened over the past day. It seems as if the House of Anim did nothing to aid his pain. He looks pale and gaunt and barely conscious, alongside many of the others that are in this situation. A tube and a needle are affixed into his wrist, same as you. Branigan Ashfoot begins to speak. Ah, I see that some of you are finally awake. Excellent. I need you all to know that what is about to occur is a historic moment in the field of healing and medicine. I thank you all for your heroism. And he kind of has a sly grin on his face. Beneath him in the stemmed tower, it looks to be full of onyx petals. Like his stem tower kind of has like a glass portion that has onyx petals stuffed in there. All of the tubes connected to the eight individuals in this room eventually weave their way back to that central stem. He continues. The House of Anim is a house of healing. However, as many of you know, a terrible disease has started to spread throughout the city, and it seems as if no magical healing can stop it. However, with the help of some friends, Helped install this beautiful machine and some theories of mine. I believe we are on the precipice of creating a meaningful cure to this affliction. However, it won't be without sacrifice. But the words of the house are life provides, and thankfully. Between those of you who are too sick and those of you who are unwanted by your masters, your lives represent a small cost of scientific research. He flips another switch, and one of the eight people restrained right across from UZ starts screaming in agony. Life can be seen drained from their body in real time. As the tube sucks the life out of the small human girl, the tubes release her. She slumps to the ground, and some of the onyx petals in the middle console that Brannigan stands over starts glowing vibrant, wonderful gold. He continues. One down, seven to go. Your suffering will be over shortly, I promise you. And it's at this point that Chode kicks down the marble doors and I need everybody to roll initiative. Uh, 20. Yeah,
3: 22.
1: Okay. okay. 11 plus 4, 15. 14.
0: Okay, okay. And, and 18. Perfect. So that brings us to... Okay, Brannigan actually gets to go first. A smidge above you, Chode. Yo, (sighs) hacks again. So he is at the center console, and he notices that the two big boys just kicked in the door. Uh, And he's going to play with a couple of buttons, twist some knobs, and a huge glass cylinder kind of shoots up as a protectorate shield almost around him, all the way to the roof. Uh, it looks like he is preparing to do something on his next turn, as he's, uh, you know, playing with the different knobs and everything. I will also say that for the individuals who are wrapped up in the tubes, whatever he just did caused the life and strength and mobility. Like it's almost like these tubes and tentacles hum to life now. Think uh, Doctor Octopus type arms. Along with that, showed to your six or sorry to your twelve o'clock as you're coming in the room. Uh, It looks as if whoever is being wrapped up and tangled in that kind of bramble of tubes and wires and tentacles screams high-pitched something terrible has happened to this young girl as the life and uh, energy of her being is sucked dry and her limp corpse is dropped. That tentacle to your 12 o'clock now kind of wriggles free and looks menacing i suppose as menacing as a tentacle can look oh no to finish the like kind of what's going on in this room i was like moving around to the three o'clock there are some more individuals uh, including one mr tigmar who is wrapped up looking horrendous right now above you which i guess would be like the six o'clock of the of the clock Person some more individuals, and your friends, Zed and Cambrio, are around the nine o'clock, so to your left. Okay? Uh, there was a total of eight people in, uh, in in tubes. There's now seven.
1: And in this clock metaphor, Branigan is in the middle?
0: Branigan is in the middle, yes. But he's, like, way up in the ceiling, right? Yeah, he's in, so bird's eye view from the clock, he's in the middle, but then he's, like, a l- I don't know, call it 15-20 feet up. He's, he's eye level with those who are being tangled. Okay. Alright. I'm going to look at Venus and be like, you fucking...
3: And just shake my head at him. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to see Tigmar and be like, oh god. I think he's dead from my angle, right? He looks... He, pretty... looks, he definitely looks dead, yeah. yeah. So that's not going to help. Um, So I'm going to be like, I need to get these guys down quick. So I'm going to book it over and try and... They're up in the air, right? So I'm going to jump and try and slash one of them free from the tentacles
0: okay uh who uh, i'll say that you have enough movement for either um i'll go cambrio because he's a little goo boy so what i will say chode you are a menacing huge robot with a crazy wingspan and you're fairly tall what i will say is it's not going to be too crazy to jump up there but i will want you uh we'll want you to roll an athletics check to see if you can get kind of to that point and then I need you to roll me an attack. Ooh,
1: Can I give him uh, a help
0: action? Sixteen. Uh, sixteen is enough to get up there. Uh, what is your attack on the actual tentacles? And I will say no to the help action. Roll the nine again. So sixteen again. Sixteen. Okay. So what I will say with that is, you do make contact with. The tubes. However, it's almost like because of your angle of jumping and kind of swinging through, you just kind of clip the edge. You you feel like you didn't really do damage. Very close to dealing damage with that roll, but just outside the window. Anything else, Choed? Bonus action? Yeah. Um, for my bonus action,
3: as I land, I'm be like, shit. Um, uh, here, Sunshine. This one's for you. And I'm going to give. Zed, some bardic inspiration. So, walking on sunshine is gonna come blasting <laughs> out of my horn and
0: give Very him nice. the little juice that he needs. Okay, uh, that's gonna bring us to Vitas. So, Vitas is at the base of this uh, tower, uh, center console, whatever you want to call it. And right near him, there is a big—I don't know—call it like a like a like a barrel full. Like it looks almost like. 200 pounds worth of onyx petals are stuffed in the middle console of this. Uh, I'm gonna call it a tower. After the first person had their energy and life force sucked out, some of, I would call it about an eighth, of those onyx petals in the middle became a vibrant, amazing gold color. You can see that Vetus is watching very closely, and he himself has a tube that he's, it looks like he's about to stick into his arm, but he's waiting for something. In the meantime, he's going to turn to you, Bear Jinxie, and say, I'm so,
4: so sorry, my friend.
0: And he's going to shoot a crossbow in your direction.
4: Oh. Uh,
0: does an 11 hit, Bear Jinxy?
4: Um, An 11 just hits. No way. Okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> that's hilarious. Wow, Vetus deals three piercing damage. Does Vetus
1: recognize that it's Jinxie (laughs) as a bear and not just
0: a bear? Uh, well, I'm glad that you've asked, Scott. (laughs) She's just friends of all bears. What we did say? No, what we did say is that very specifically, when Jinxie wild shapes, he retains his tusks, and I will say that Jinxie looks enough like. Well, maybe not enough, like because he was bald. Mm. He <laughs> was a bald elephant before. Now it's a bear, and he's like, ah, oh, but the tusks. He must have been a druid. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna say with his 17 perception, he is he's wise enough to realize that it is the same uh, creature that he does love, and that's why he apologized. He also came in with me, right? So yeah, I mean, it's not too big of a stretch. Uh, that's gonna bring us to Jinxie. Um.
4: So, so sorry. Vita shot this from across the room. Uh, yep. Da, 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 da. So you so, take a bolt in your bare shoulder. Bare bolt. Um. Yeah. Jinxie's also going to try to run across the room and try to first smack the um. You know the tubes that are that are
0: stuck to Zed. Kind of jump. Okay. I'm going to um, say you're also going to need an athletics check to. Uh, Try and jump up there, please. Use the bear's uh, strength staff. Strength for that. Okay.
2: that should help.
0: Yeah, um, uh, nine, a nine. So I will say that you start sprinting towards Zed. You put all your muscles and all of your want into getting up there and saving him. And if you were still jinxie, maybe the same muscle movement would work. But you're a big old fat bear, and you just it just didn't time it properly. So I will say that you just you reach up and you swipe, but you're not even close with a nine. Four pots on the ground versus two it's just different. Yeah, that's right. Know. What I will say is you still have a bonus action, though.
4: Um, so then I'm going to try the always good
0: standing long jump
4: to try it again instead of the running long jump to see if we
0: have more. Uh... Uh, typically, this would be another action. What I will say is you can roll with disadvantage to try it again. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> okay, or you can try something else with your bonus action. Uh, that's an eight. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. So you, you you're just like reaching, and it's just so high you can't do it. So yeah, I mean, listen, you've got the right idea, but uh, it's just outside of reach with a nine and an eight to try Crazy. and get up there. Standing long jump, way worse. Yeah. No, uh, Cambrio, what's gonna come to you.
4: Okay. Um,
1: how far away am I from Brannigan, and the lever? And also, did the girl die when he pulled the lever?
0: I will say that it didn't sound very good when he did whatever he did in the center console. Uh, it would appear, looking over at the husk on the ground, that she is dead or maybe alive, but not likely. Uh, you would be about 20, 25 feet from the center console.
1: Okay. Um... I'm just gonna try to make a, I'm just gonna try to force my way out of this tube, essentially, if I can.
0: Okay, uh, so what I need you to do is a strength saving throw to try and break your way out. Now, it is it is like being held by a flexing number, like 20 flexed arms. It is very tight, it is very hard. Uh, so that's kind of the, the situation you find yourself in.
1: Okay, I uh, rolled a 14
0: rolled a fourteen. Uh, so I will say that you get a little bit of purchase, like you can wiggle a little bit, but it's it's still it's still on you.
1: Everything's still bound. Nothing, no arms or Everything legs. Everything is still free. bound,
0: pretty much from from okay. from neck to knees, essentially. Yeah. Uh.
1: Yeah. Okay. I will just impotently wriggle in the tubes for my turn.
0: Okay. <laughs> Great turn. Uh. That's going to be Zed. All right.
2: I'm gonna need a DM ruling here. Um, fair to say I am
0: absolutely wrapped up in touching these these tentacles, correct? Yeah, I, if if we want to put a word on it, I would say that you are restrained by the tentacles. Yeah, yes, so they are they are touching me, you would say. I would say if if this is a roundabout way of asking if you can use a touch spell, I would say that technically, yes, you can use a touch spell.
2: What I'm trying to get at is could I miss a touch spell?
0: Well, it depends on the touch spell that you are casting. If, for example, it has somatic components where you need to be finger-tutting or doing some things, I will say that it is, there's a chance that you could miss, yes. So,
2: Zed is, is wrapped up, coiled in these uh, tentacles, and he almost looks to relax and accept it for a moment as he grips his fingers onto the tentacles himself as if to to grab back at this moment lightning springs from his fingers
0: as he casts shocking grasp damn can i miss this well here's here's what i'm going to tell you and this is for everybody who's at this table right now i have an ac and hp for all of these tentacle arms Okay. So what I'm going to say it. is, there is a chance that you miss. However, I'm going to give you advantage because you are so wrapped up that it would be hard for you to miss. I appreciate
2: that. And am I allowed to add my Bardic Inspiration to an attack roll? Well, just not damage,
0: correct? Correct. It's any okay. roll yeah, yeah. with a d20. Okay. After the roll, I can choose to add yeah, it. So you, so you roll and, with advantage and figure out... Correct. Perfect. All right. First one is going to be
2: an 11. That's probably not good much. Second one is going to be an 18. I know that 17 was close earlier from Chode, I think, and I'm debating whether I want to use this inspiration now. I'm going to leave it.
0: I'm praying that this 18 hits. <laughs> well, um,. Yeah, why don't you roll damage because that absolutely oh, hits. Wonderful. Oh, <laughs> well, that was a little scary, I'll be
2: honest. Alright, first one's an eight, second one's an eight!
0: That's two to eight. max okay. damage sixteen. Very, very, very nice. How strong are these? Okay. So you did sorry, sixteen, 16 damage. 16 lightning damage. Okay, sorry, give me a second. So, first of all, I need you to roll me a dexterity saving throw. Three on through six. Uh, okay, so you are going to take three bludgeoning damage as the uh, coil tube drops you from where you stand. Um, you did a fair amount of damage. It looks pretty gross. Like it, there's like uh, necrotic spewing energy coming from it, and like it's sparking a little bit. Like it looks pretty bad. It is still around though. It's not completely dead. It's hard to describe, like, a robot arm being dead or alive, but it's still around. It's, like, twitching and, like... It's, like, twitching and it's. it looks... It, you know what? It looks very similar to when showed has low HP. It looks kind of like... Tzz, 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 like, it's not doing so hot, but it's around. It looks like Wanda uh, Mob's fingers and Scarlet yes, Witch. Yes, yes, correct. Uh, that's going to bring us back up to Branigan and the Machine... So, he is going to... Okay. Hold on.
3: Does Ty get a bonus action? or? I, oh, uh, I
0: I apologize.
2: Yeah, sorry. I will ask for clarification. Branigan's tube that he launched up. I know he's up a bit. Is there any like, ledges or anything one could... Uh, basically, I'm thinking of using my Tempestuous Magic where I can jump 10 feet. I'm just curious... Whether that, if it's just a glass tube, obviously, it's not like I'm going to suction cup onto it. It is
0: a, no, so it's (laughs) a smooth glass protectorate, like, it's essentially a shield all the way around. Yeah, okay, I just... Uh, As well, where you were dropped, you are still 20, 25 feet from the middle, and 20, 25 feet from where he's standing, so... Perfect. 10 feet wouldn't have gotten you. Very close. Okay, I can I, I will use my movement, though, if possible. Yeah, go for it. Just to... Where are you placing yourself?
2: I'm just gonna so walk you're at the, the
0: 3 o'clock of the clock right now. Or, I'm sorry, the 9 o'clock of the clock. I am going to move towards the seven. Okay, so where towards Bernigan the Ashfoot yeah. is? Okay, perfect. Anything else said? No, that's everything. Thank you. So now it is burning and the Machine's turn. And he is also going to be looking around a little bit frantic as if... Wait, people aren't supposed to be out of those tubes. No matter, he's gonna push another button. And, yeah, the second person, uh, this is going clockwise, is wrapped up in the tubes, also begins screaming and shrieking and making a ton of noise and having their life's force sucked out of them. They are dropped to the floor And now about a quarter of the onyx petals in the middle are now gold. Um, For anybody keeping track at home, Tigmar is now beside two empty tube holders. He's next. Um, That's also going to bring us to the two arms that are free without people in them. And one is going to attack you, Chode. And gets a, ooh, I don't think that's very good. Sorry, a seventeen to hit, showed That misses. Okay, so you are able to dodge this, uh, robo arm that lunges for you, and it looks like it's trying to grab your neck, but you're able to dodge out of the way. Okay, next up is going to be the tube that just had you grap- grappled, Zed. Uh, it's looking pretty worse for wear, but it is going to roll an attack. That also is a seventeen, and it's and going I, to be. This DM, I'm going to cast shield. Ooh.
2: And next, that would boost my AC, AC too, to
0: 20. Which is not enough to hit. So this kind of sparking and splurting oily arm uh, kind of just twitches towards you, but you're able to psh, uh, cast your shield and it deflects. Very good job. That's going to bring us to you, Chode. Nice. All right. Um, right.
3: I'm going to go... I'm going to try and get... Cambrio down, because I'm still convinced. Jode is convinced Tigmar's dead. I hope, Speedy hopes he's not, but I'm going to try and jump and slash at the tube to try and get Cambrio down. Okay. So I got to make athletics and then...
0: Yes, it's going to be the same process as before. Athletics and then, uh, yeah. uh it's a nine. Okay, here's what I'll do with a nine. Um... No, you know what? Because Jinxie got a nine, I can't yeah. break the rules for it, so you also miss. Yeah. You have a bonus action still, though. All right.
3: Then I will use Vicious Mockery, and I'm going to talk shit to these fucking um, Tentacle arms? flailing arms. Yeah. Okay. Can you read me Vicious Mockery? Uh, I unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at a creature you can see within range. If the target can hear you, they'll need not understand you. You must succeed. They, it must succeed on a Wisdom saving throw or take one D4 psychic damage. The damage is increased once I get to level five, which I am. So it's two D4. Two
0: D4. So. Okay. And what do they need to roll? Uh, wisdom saving throw. Okay. So, oh, you would you look at that? that they don't they have honest. ears; they can't hear you. I was just gonna. Say, <laughs> I was like, it says tentacles can on, hear It him? says
3: it. It says it though. Need not understand you. But they don't have audio. They have no, capacity in Their arms. Yeah, they they don't they don't have any ears. They have no intake. They can't take psychic damage. Yeah, all right, that's fine. Not audible psychic damage. All right, then I'll just like I'll just flip them off
0: then because that's all okay. I can fucking do. So cool.
3: Can uh, they I will see? Say that
0: just I will say that Branigan Ashfoot has ears, just for future reference. Um, okay. Uh, let's see who else is going here. It is Vetus's turn. Uh. Okay, Vetus is... Zed, did did you move 10 feet closer to the center? Yeah,
2: I moved however many feet got me to the center. I think you said I was 20 or 25 feet.
0: I had 30 feet of movement. I I walked myself. Yeah, Uh, for reasons only known to Vetus, and I'll tell you guys after the show, uh, I'm going to roll an try and attack you Zed. absolutely not seven Vetus is trash and i love him <laughs> he's like ah this fucking shit fuck fuck sorry ten year olds and um
3: way to slip that one no
0: in. no no sorry nine and unders oh i'm uh, yes i apologize yes i apologize uh okay that's going to bring us to jinxie and Cambria. you're on deck
4: Jinxie's gonna go try to release Cambrio, kind of same thing uh, as he did before. So run, jumps, bear claw, swipe at. Uh, okay, let's see an athletics roll. At
0: some of these tubes attached to him. Oh, eleven. Okay, that's close enough where I'll I was I'll do the thing that I was gonna do for speed last term. With an eleven, you're not close enough to get like a great shot on these things, but you are close enough to kind of just like nick the bottom. So what I will say is you can roll with disadvantage an attack roll to try and get Cambrio out
1: and you're going to decline to let me use a help action.
0: I I just don't see how you could help in this situation. I'm going to hand the
1: sword a little bit higher. And because I'm telekinetic, there is no somatic component.
0: So that is a 14. Uh, 14. Okay, so 14 misses. However, Cambrio, just so we can put that out there, I actually agree with you that without a somatic component, you'd be able to do that with a sword. He's attacking with bear claws, though. So.
1: Mm, and I cannot lift a bear. That'd be too heavy, agreed.
0: Exactly. So, <laughs> just so we're on the same page. Uh, Jinxie, anything else, my friend? Um, Jinxie is...
4: Jinxie's going to use his bonus action to heal himself with the... Uh, oh,
2: what's it called? Healing Word, I think, is the bonus No, weapon.
4: Combat Wild Shape. So, in oh. Wild Shape, I can
0: heal myself.
2: Very cool. Yes, buddy. Oh, Burn a
0: spell slot. So, what spell slot are you burning? Because that's... Uh, level 1. Level one, okay. I believe you get what is it, one d eight per spell level one, that you do, one or one d ten? Yeah. So go yes. ahead and roll that d eight, buddy. That's a moon druid for really. Yeah, three. Um. So. Okay, that's not bad. Did you get to add your spell spell when, when casting was, modifier or anything, or your con or anything like that? Uh,
4: oh, sorry. I'm just reading the rules now. When you you choose this. Oh, never mind. That's nothing.
0: Um. No, it's just one D eight. Looks like so. Okay, three health. Well, you know what? You win some, you lose some. Cambrio, what are you gonna do? Uh, so
1: I'm bored of making a strength check, and that just seems goofy. I'm gonna shrink as small as I possibly can.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, how small are you thinking of going? Like, so baby size, Ant that's Man what I'm size? Like,
1: I don't. Will you let me, Ant Man? Because I don't think I've seen, and I don't think an Ant-Man exists in this world, and I'm not just—I'm not like a shapeshifter. I have to change into something. But I would argue that like a gnome baby would be very small.
0: Sure. So here's what I'll let you do. I'll let you turn into a gnome. Okay. I'm going to say because if I ask you, you're going to say yes. I'm going to say you've never seen a gnome baby before. Never so mind. if you'd like to, tr- if you'd like to try a gnome baby, to make it even easier to get out. I will let you roll a medicine check to see how close to a gnome baby you can get. However, roll low enough, and you might stay as a gnome baby for X amount of time. Oh, God.
1: Okay. Medicine check. Uh, if I successfully do this, I want it to look like Beatrice was my dad.
0: That's a fair compromise.
1: Medicine check, is that you said, eh?
0: Yep. What's your What's your bonus?
1: Not great. Uh, that'll be a nine.
0: Okay, um, you turn into a gnome baby. Sweet. <laughs> and with that, you know what? A gnome baby is small in itself enough to just drop free from the coiled tentacles. In the mind chat, I'm going to go.
1: Catchable!
0: I'm going to need you to roll me a dexterity saving throw or take damage.
1: I will roll my a reaction to me? catch
0: him. Am I under him? Wait, I just be... let me
1: dex save
4: this. You're about to be. That's 25. Bear on the back. Yeah, perfect.
0: So you my take stats half don't damage. change. I'm an incredibly dexterous Gnome Baby. Which is, you take one bludgeoning damage, Cambrio. Gnome babyo. Uh, Okay, so, uh, is it an action to shape change? It as is an action. Okay, so what are you going to do as your bonus action?
1: I'm just going to see what my bonus actions are real quick because my mage hand, I believe, is also an action. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shove Vetus Just try to like jar him so that the tube pulls out of him, basically. That he's
0: trying to jam in. Okay, he, he's he's ju- he's just wa- he's waiting for something. He's holding it over his arm. So you're just trying to push him away from the console in general. Yeah. He, he's, he's not putting it in his arm yet. Okay. okay yeah. I'm just gonna uh, shove. So that him. Is that a strength save by Vitas? It is a strength save by Vetus It's at yeah, DC minus, 13. Yeah, minus two to strength. Cocked. Uh, oh my, I rolled a 16, minus two is 14. Oh. Oh, no, wait, hold on, But it's, sorry, it's a 13? She passed. I'm sorry, I thought you said 15, I was like, fuck, I just missed it by no. one. Okay, he, passed he stays one. there. Fuck, strong. I just missed it but by he, one. <laughs> but, but he locks eyes with the gnome baby, and he goes, now that's something I could kill. I got it, <laughs> <laughs> home. Uh, Zed, it's your turn, buddy. Alright, um. By the way, congratulations, both of you are now out of the Tangled Coil,
2: which Ooh. was gonna
0: do a fuck ton of damage to you guys, so, good on ya. Alright, um, I apologize, I'm getting right
2: back into the DM decision making, and i putting you to work. Hey, it's me. what I'm here for. Yeah, so, uh, I have another cantrip. This cantrip is called Gust.
0: Yes. I can familiar. create
2: a small blast of air capable of moving an object that is neither held nor carried and weighs no more than 5 pounds. I would assume, as Zed, a lever would not weigh more than 5 pounds and is not considered held nor carried unless it's in Vetus's hand. I'm going to try and yeah, move that's... that le- lever that's in front of him in the tube.
0: Sure, so just, just for uh, detail's sake... I know I've kind of been willy-nilly with the buttons and stuff. I didn't think we'd get here, so I'm going to let you know. It's not just like one big lever that goes on or off. There's a number of different dials, buttons, and things on it. So what I will let you do is you can't see it from here, right? So I will let you roll an intelligence check with disadvantage. And if you roll high enough, I will let you do whatever you're trying to do with that lever and if not something random will happen you can okay. still mess with the with the console it's just something random is gonna happen if you don't get high enough
2: yeah can I can I will it give me any advantage if I float myself up uh, call it ten feet will I get a better look maybe um... in an attempt to get rid of my disadvantage because I could use my bonus action as tempestri- Tempestuous Magic. Fly up 10 How's feet this? first. How's this?
0: This might not necessarily be raw, but if you use Tempestuous Magic and burn your Bardic Inspiration, I'll get rid of the disadvantage. Damn deal.
2: That's fair. That seems like a great compromise. You are a, uh, a kind, kind DM. Alright, so you want me to make an Intelligence... Yes,
0: yeah, so you check. shoot yourself up with Tempestuous Magic, which also means... Um. Actually, no, I guess you're casting Gust. Never mind. So you're Gusting yourself up. Tempestuous Magic, you're about 10, 15 feet high. You get a decent look at the console for about a second or two. And you think, based on this roll, that you might be able to figure out what it does. Go ahead and roll that. It's a six. A six, perfect. So you are Are you just grabbing at... You know, you're just messing with whatever lever you think... Like, what are you trying to do, I guess is my question. Basically,
2: I was hoping there'd be a one big lever, and I was hoping that that lever was the lever that would potentially release uh, all these people. That was my hope. Or that would release his dome shield. I was hoping that something cool would
0: happen if there was a very significant, prominent-looking lever. Okay. I'm going to roll something, and based on your argument... And roll... Okay, so you mess with this lever, okay? Unbeknownst to you, even though it was a six, something cool happened. And you can now see that instead of TIGMAR now being sucked dry, it seemed to have switched. So there's now the empty coil or whatever hums and starts, like, having things pumped through it, okay? so you saved Tigmar's life essentially for one extra turn but something with those loose uh, tentacles looks a little different now or did we save him for one more rotation yeah exactly
3: did it like you oh, sure. okay
0: we don't know uh, okay that's going to bring us back up to Brannigan and the Machine sorry Florence for ripping that uh, hmm. uh... <laughs> okay um,
4: the that's actually over. very interesting Brannigan is a dog, so...
0: So, Brannigan did something... uh, Like, he just saw a a ghost essentially move one of his levers, and he wanted to figure out what the heck just happened. He rolled extremely well, and was able to figure out what was wrong. Not only fix it, but make something else happen, too. Uh, You can hear... From all the way on the top of those pipes and those tubes whatever's being connected to the middle console, and going around from Tigmar back towards the empties, one, two, three, and four would have been Zed and Cambrio, and five and six all start sucking life out of them. Okay? So you both are saved, Zed and Cambrio, because you guys are on the ground. The first two people that were already dead, this doesn't affect. However, the two people around the 6 o'clock window near the front door... They have their life sucked completely dry from them. And now there is six arms that are free. And this is how they're about to attack. Bear Jinxie, you're going to get two of them. Okay, one crit and one Ah! missed. Ah! One crit? Um, Oh, jeez. Can I turn into a bear cub like I just saw Cambrio do? Okay, a pretty bad roll, actually. You only take 13 piercing damage. But, because it's a crit, I need you to make a constitution saving throw with advantage. Um, as Jinxie or as bear? As concept. bear. As bear concept, okay. Uh, 22. Okay, great job. So, this tentacle shoots out, and one like, pierces you in your neck. And it does a ton of damage, and as it starts pumping something into your veins, you're able to grab it with your bear claw and rip it out. Another one comes shooting towards you, and it it just grazes off your bare shoulder. Uh, Another two are coming towards you, Chode. I swear to God, I just got another 20. Oh, good. And a nine, so that's a crit and a miss as well. Uh, Okay, so you take 12 piercing damage, and I also need you to roll me a con saving throw with advantage, and again, the advantage is because you guys passed these checks earlier in the day. Uh, that's a natty 20. Very nice. So okay. very similar to, to Jinxie, as four Six. kind of arms come towards you guys, both of you are pierced in the body with another one missing over top, and you're both able to save from this necrotic awful damage on top of it. And then the last two are going to attack Zed and baby gnome Cambrio each. Uh, one is a 13 for you, Zed. That will miss. Uh, one is a 17 for you, Gnome Baby Cambrio.
1: Well, hits
0: The hits. Okay. <laughs> uh, you take 10 piercing damage, and you don't have to make a save because it wasn't a crit.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm going to uncanny dodge.
0: Okay, uncanny dodge, you take 5 damage instead. Cool, yeah. Great job. Uh, okay, that is the machine's turn as now six of the eight tentacles are free and wanting to fight and only one looks like it's taken any damage so be uh be forewarned now what i will say is the two that did crits to jinxie and chode as you ripped them out they're still within your range the other ones when they miss kind of coil back up to where uh they were before if that makes sense so two look easier to hit because they tried to pierce you Uh, And that's going to bring us to Chode. All right. Well, I'm going to be like, oh, Christ, we
3: really need to get these uh, tentacles under wraps. So I'm going to slice. I'm going to draw my greatsword and slash at the one that just pierced my neck. Okay. Perfect. It's
0: a dirty 20. Dirty 20 hits. Roll damage. 11 damage. 11 damage very nice so as you grab it from your kind of chest area and you pull it out you just take your greatsword in the other hand and slash down on it it's surprisingly tough uh you get about halfway through it um but it is still kind of wriggling around and living uh anything else my friend yes i'm
3: going to use a superiority die i'm going to Run over to Zed because there's one near him. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh wait, would would it get an attack of opportunity if I'm leaving its wriggle? So I was gonna make that a bait and switch attack.
0: Oh, with the attack you just did? Yeah. Uh, Well then, it doesn't—it doesn't trigger an attack of opportunity if you use bait and switch. You're both safe. Bait and switch with him.
3: Let's see five. So my AC is.
0: Uh 25 now. Oh, Alright. Wow, that's pretty good. Um any anything else? Any movement or anything like that?
3: Um I'm gonna use my other bardic inspiration for my bonus action, and I'm going to inspire um Zed again. So I'm just gonna turn the volume up even louder. Okay.
0: Very nice. Uh it's Venus's go and he is still eyes piercing into you gnome baby cambrio and he's going to pull a dagger out of his back robe and he's going to say thought you could replace vita as the cool gnome on this squad huh i don't think so and he's gonna charge you um i need you to make a strength saving throw as he is trying to grapple you he he dives and it's like a gnome wrestling fight right now
2: it's a 7
0: uh, he might be able to There's he opening. also got a 7 roll off
2: what do we roll, roll? again
0: dex Okay. Just roll again it's like war a 7 oh okay he got a 19 this time minus 2 oh 70. okay, okay right, so right, want uh, him. yeah yeah so Vetus kind of has you in like a headlock with a dagger up to your throat and he's like just wait 6 more seconds and you are fucked my friend <laughs> And uh, it is now Jinxie's turn.
4: Um, I just have a question about the Extendo Arms. Would we, yes. Would
0: we get opportunity attacks as they recoil back at all? I will say... Jinxie, great question. Yes, uh, you do get opportunity attacks. However, because none of you guys have been like asking about that, we'll just start that going forward. So I will say after they are done attacking... They do recoil to their spot, so at any time, if you feel like you're near one or if you're, uh, you know, wanting an opportunity to attack, pitch it out, and we will talk about it. Um, okay, so Jinxie's gonna
4: try to attack the arm that hit him, bit him, whatever. Okay. Yep.
0: So there's, st- yeah, it's still very easily gettable right, in, in my face.
4: Okay, so first uh, attack is gonna go with the claws. Uh, That is a, I believe, a 19. Yes.
0: 19 hits with the claws, yep. Ah, 15 damage. The claws. Very nice. Uh, And are you doing your bite attack as well? Yeah, and then I'll do the bite. Okay, this one looks about as weak as the one that Zed uh, lightninged. Oh no. Uh, Okay, 10. 10 to hit? Yeah, 10 to hit. Tend to hit. Unfortunately, does not hit. Um, okay, it's going to be uh, Cambria's turn. If there's nothing else, Jinxie. No, that's it. Okay, so you are being grappled by Vitas.
1: I have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, telekinetically, I can shove one creature up to five feet. Uh, there's nothing saying I can't shove myself five feet. Uh, would it be being grappled pertain to that or no? Or can I, use I would say you can weak?
0: shove. I could say uh, I'll say this: you can shove the both of you five feet in any direction, but both of you are going to break the this grasp. Grapple. Okay. No, you need to actually do the strength check to make it out.
1: Okay, do I have to do the strength check, or can I just fight in the grapple? Or will I, I'm assuming be a disadvantage?
0: It'll be a disadvantage if you stand fight. However, you can also do an acrobatics check to try and like wriggle out.
1: Okay, I would definitely be trying to wriggle more than just fight it.
0: Sure We're going to go away my friend Eighteen uh, He technically got a zero Because I rolled a two And it's minus two So yeah
1: <laughs> Okay uh, Poor Venus e- Economically what is that compromise <laughs> For my turn Anything yet
0: That's an action buddy
1: Okay uh, Then a bonus action I'm going to hide Little okay. baby hiding Noted amongst the cables
3: Yeah that's That's yeah that's fine Okay just, like, threw a dead corpse on top of himself. They'll never find one, Who?
0: Huh? I'm uh, the Zed,
2: that's your turn. All right, so I am... So, sorry, did Chode move me with that bait and switch? I'm not familiar with the...
0: Yeah, he's essentially now in between you and the two slash three arms that were, like, intermingled around you. Okay pretty much what it means because we're just doing theater of the mind and it's hard to tell yeah Uh, pretty much that means that they're likely going to attack chode before they attack you unless you do something to like aggro yourself
2: yeah okay um i am going to have plans i'm gonna i'm gonna attack
0: with uh burning hands can i catch all three uh sure. I will also say that you're gonna catch choad if you want all three though. What
2: is Code's health looking like his AC's looking like a twenty-five. Oh yeah. You're right, you beautiful, beautiful baby. I'm gonna cast Bumps, uh now. gonna cast Burning Hands. Um That's in the direction of the glass dome as well. Okay, I just mm-hmm. like that noted and yeah uh, i have an ac and health for the glass as well and as i stick out my uh my hands point them the only person close enough to probably hear it would be cho but he'd just hear me kind of muttering under my breath (laughs) it's just like completely stuck in my head and i am like vibing and uh and here i go with this uh very crucial role i would say okay so that's going to be 14 plus what do i get you to? are inspired yeah that's what i mean which is a
0: no 1D. you're not you gave it up no he no, gave I, me again inspired him oh good catch buddy yeah and that's an 8 is it for a total 8
2: no
3: sorry it's a 1d8 i get to roll uh 1d6 1d6 i thought it when you went up a level it I'm still just a level one bard, so.
2: Oh, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so what did I say? 14 plus three is 17. Hits. Oh, <laughs> That's let's cool go. Three d six damage will
0: be. Now for flavor here. Uh, and it is true so. These are the three that have all already taken damage too.
2: Yeah, honestly, I just mainly wanted to attack that stupid glass wall. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, this is kind of bonus. I got a four, a five, and a
0: six for a total of 15. Big. Big. Okay, so you see three of the arms melt and start just like dripping with like onyx uh, ichor and stuff. And they just detach from the roof. <laughs> as you have felled three of these arms. Congratulations. You also see that like a, a small crack and ripple up the glass is beginning. You definitely did damage to this glass. Not enough to completely bring it down, but you now all of a sudden realize it's not invincible, and this is definitely doable. Great turn, Zed. Anything else? Um, I don't think I
2: have any cool... I don't you know if you're so going to
0: tempestuous magic or anything.
2: I don't think it really would serve a purpose as much yeah. as I just kind of like to for flair sometimes. No, yeah, I, won't. I won't this time. Actually, I'm going to use my bonus action. Um, my cape is going to go fire red like the burning oh, hands super I just cool. Yeah,
0: Very nice. Um, okay, so yeah, that's very interesting because it's now Branigan's turn and he's doing some mental calculation. The tower is now uh, about half full of the gold petals rather than the onyx petals. However, he's doing the quick math, and two of his subjects who he was supposed to kill to have this science project work aren't in the tubes anymore. So now, all of a sudden, he's thinking about doing something different. And what he's going to do is, he is going to... Here, we'll match one. (gasps) Yes! Um... All of a sudden, his really cool super ultimate thing that he was prepped for, and I in my head said, as long as I don't roll a one. (laughs) uh, He hits uh, a button and accidentally slips and hits the wrong button. And Tigmar and the person beside him slump to the ground free of their shackles. However, Tigmar looks bad. He hits the ground hard and... Uh, for anybody paying attention, doesn't look like he's moving. Looks like he's still breathing, but it doesn't look like he's moving. And wow, okay, uh, so that's crazy. I'm also going to say that. Wow, yeah, I'm still gonna do the attacks with the, uh, with the arms, because.
1: On a one, disadvantage.
0: Well, on a one, no, on a one was something else was gonna happen, really fucking cool, but. That's not happening anymore. Okay, so there's five free arms. There is four of you. Okay. Um, Cambrio and Zed, they both rolled way low, so you guys are fine. I assume that fours don't hit you guys. Um, one got a 24 and one got a 22, so neither of those hit you, Chode, but both would have hit Jinxie. So, Jinxie, you're taking one of these arms. Choo-choo uh oh my goodness uh you take 10 piercing damage jinxie oh no the bear's still alive yeah now what i will also say is these five arms look very pristine as none of them have taken any damage um it is now sorry we finished off the arm i was attacking he finished off the arm that yes, you were okay, attacking. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. So all the, the three that have taken damage prior to Zed's turn are all dead. Oh boy. Um, fuck it. I am going to, like,
3: my back is slowly going to lean back. And I'm, like, you can hear the gears just go, like. And I'm emerging is my antimatter rifle. And I'm going to turn and shoot it up at the glass. And that, Branigan. Okay, uh, roll the hit. It's an 18 plus one for
0: a 19. Ooh. Nice go. Come on, that's got to hit, right?
3: Got hit, Maybe. He's dead.
0: So in my head, the glass and Branigan have different ACs. Uh, peek behind the curtain here. The glass had a 10 AC because it's hard to dodge as a piece of glass, <laughs> and Branigan had a 19 AC. Oh my god. <laughs> which means not only did you pierce the glass, depending on how much damage you do, if you do enough damage to cut through the glass, which I'm assuming you will, everything else is going to ring, oh, baby. Love you, Chode. All right, that's you can 68. It's it.
3: 758, so that's 20 for the first three. And then another 12 is 32 plus 1. So 33 damage.
0: <laughs> Kaboom. <laughs> Did
4: he
0: do it? Did he do I try it? my best to have really cool boss fights. And this dick gun is... How the fuck do you want to do this? Give me the kill. Oh! oh shit, really? Oh. Yes. Oh my
3: god. That's amazing. I would thought that would just break the glass. I thought the glass Yeah,
0: I would have thought so too, but the nineteen to hit was Oh man, hold on. <laughs> Oof. So amped. Oh my god. Alright.
3: Okay. He's gonna go How could you go against your own oath? This is for my oath and then it's just gonna be like this huge it's gonna be like when i a... you know in Dragon Ball Z when there's like a Kamehameha and it like goes all the way out into space. Yeah. That's kind of what the beam like. It just goes shooting through the top of this tower and just, like, the whole... And then just, like... Pfft. Why
0: did I give you an antimatter rifle? Uh, yeah, that happens. And, like, as, like, in slow-mo, as the beam is, like, cutting through the glass and it shatters slow, and, like, he just... It's, like, the... Like, from animes where, like, people die slow. Just a little art for you guys at home. Um, yeah, okay, wow. Very good. So, Brandon Ashfoot is slammed into the wall poof, poof. he slumps down onto the ground and looking at him his armor is charred his face is half melted off like he doesn't even look like a halfling anymore he is dead uh, the arms still look uh, kind of like in a uh, street fighter like as you're like just kind of you know not fighting but you're just there they're kind of like waltzing back and forth they're ready to attack but they have nothing to control them. Um, so they're still kind of at arms. However, everybody is free. The middle console is only half gold rather than full gold. And uh, Vetus is now up. And he looks left. And he looks right. And he goes, Friends! <laughs> ah, you saved me! Oh my goodness! And he hugs Gnome baby Cambrio, like you came back for me. Oh my goodness! Oh, true. You're hiding. No, because he goes over to Bear Jinxie and he starts hugging your leg. Like, thank you. My, I knew you'd come for me. Wow. Any chance um, we can maybe get four people to come for a sleepover and never wake up so I can get healed here? Any, um, any idea? We're we out of combat. Or we still in initiative? Nah, we're out of combat. You can can Jinxie kick him,
4: like back back bear paw um. kick. <laughs> I'm ah! on the ground now. <laughs> Boom.
1: I'm gonna walk up to him, and I'm gonna reach. I'm gonna <laughs> rummage into my bag, which is very large now. It's kind of comedic, and I'm gonna pull out. I'm gonna pull out the little salve jar we got from Tigmars. Um, is this a one shot thing? Is this all right? I'm gonna scoop out. It's a, you said it was a salve, so it's like a lotion. So I'm just gonna scoop out a little bit, yep. like a little baby handful. Yeah, like and I'm just gonna like put it in his mouth.
3: You're gonna you're gonna like Rafiki like Simba him and like smear it over ah! his forehead. No, it's, that's
1: right in his mouth. And I have a baby, that hand has been in my mouth, in the dirt. That is just a gross hand, so it's almost as bad as it is, hopefully helpful.
3: You look like um You look like Deadpool and when he like loses half
0: of him and he's just like waddling yeah, around. Yeah, I just got baby <laughs> yes.
2: parts.
3: Uh,
0: so, okay, so not not to turn this into a D&D math game again, however, what I will say is this salve has six, like, uses. So now five? Okay. No, hold on. Using more of it does more, if that makes sense. So if a baby handful is two or more, like, so how many of the six are you using? So I have s- because okay, so I have six uses. You have six uses, essentially. Uh, I will say... A number that, like, there are numbers here that could do what you're wanting to do, and there's numbers here that, that won't.
3: So oh, you're going to need three. more
0: than one. Three is essentially translates to a greater restoration spell, which is exactly what you needed oh. to cure him. Woo!
3: Wow. Wow. So great, is this stuff
0: not a great, health potion? It's, it's something else? One is a health potion, okay. two is something else, and three is greater restoration.
1: Okay. So I have three charges left.
0: You have three charges left. Oh. And you hear, you hear wheezing on the other side of the room. Tigmok! Uh, football. Can you heal him? Yes.
4: <laughs> Jixi's gonna come go out of wild shape. And. Okay. okay, he's gonna cast Cure Wounds as a level three.
0: Okay, wow. It's our boy Tigmok. 14. He heals fourteen. Um, yeah. So what happens now is that Tigmar—he's uh, on the ground, and you're kind of cradling him. What's sad is this. This reminds you of uh, the Erasmus Estate and the bodies that you found back there, and like how he's kind of just helpless and weak in your arms. He opens. He opens his eyes, and he looks up at you all around him, and he says.
2: My,
4: my my friends came to save me.
0: And then he just closes his eyes and falls asleep. So you saved him. He still looks afflicted by the onyx petal disease. Um, however, he is full health, essentially, so he's not going to die overnight. He's, oh, oh uh, is Gnome Baby Cambrio pointing at himself to do something? Uh, yes, I'm just going to... I think I'm technically giving the South back to its
1: rightful
2: owner. I'm just going
1: to steal steal this guy's medicine and then let him die of the affliction. Just. So I'm just going to take my two little baby hands and just scoop what's left into his mouth and just try to, like, I'm going to work his jaw for it with my little hands and just try sure. to make him swallow.
0: I will say, are you using the the three remaining for an additional of restoration? I
1: Because I don't want to try. Yeah, because I don't want to do two, have it not work and then be left with one. So, and I, yeah, it's his. So I will use the remainder.
0: Yeah. So uh, slowly his skin starts to, like, puff up up like in, in a good way like he was very gaunt and like very sickly looking it's almost like the meat on his bones start to kind of like reinflate and he starts to gain strength and stuff and he actually sits up and he's like oh what the hell was in that box that you guys had me open <laughs> i what the hell how long have i been out for goodness gracious i look like
2: a day." Who and what the fuck are you?
3: (laughs) And that's where we're going to end tonight's episode. God, I love Tigmar.
0: Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our podcast, please rate and review five stars for the five stars of the show. A special thanks to Matthew for designing our map and to Isabel for creating our art. You can find their work on Instagram at Matthews underscore makings and at Laco Miles, L-A-C-O-M-Y-L-E-S. Thanks as well to Drew Hewitt and Arcane Anthems for doing our theme and background music. For music you too can use, visit patreon.com arcaneanthems to add the perfect theme to your home game. You can follow more Eldritch Buds news on Instagram at Eldritch Buds or on our subreddit at r slash Eldritch Buddies.